Hello and welcome to episode five of the Foul Play Football Show. As always, I'm joined by part-time plumber Daniel Buick and uh, BT Salesman of the Month 2017, Christian Meir. What month? January. I've gone yeah, January. Big month for me, that one. 2017's pushing it. He was still, still on the cusp. He hasn't excelled since 2012. <laughs> He's failed miserably since then. This week, we're back to our regularly scheduled programming as the international break has off back to where it came from and our lives once again have meaning. First off, we're uh, going to the Emirates, which was led by me, Cray Baker. A few fun things for this game. First things first, in charge, Martin Atkinson. Oh, big appointment, that. Yeah, if you look closely, you can see the life going out in my eyes. That is the worst appointment possible in my head. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, I I mean, I would not look at cards for this game strongly for that. I'm literally covering it because it's the best game. That's it. That's the only reason we're talking about this game. Um, Liverpool have been terrible this year, so that's ideal. That means they're definitely going to get a win this weekend. I mean, they've won the last two. They've won the last two games. Have they been bad this year compared to other years? Yeah, but but yes, in fairness, Uh, they were extraordinary last year. uh, Yeah, but they're just just boring. So, good, good. That's great. I think any Arsenal fan will agree that you can just feel a Liverpool win just coming. Yeah, but I feel that every week. About every week. Will there be a week? Where Cray doesn't call a team boring. <laughs> They're just boring. Move on. <laughs> right. Um, let me just. Yeah, I, there's a, there's a few things to go over with this game. Arsenal coming back from three down against a very good West Ham side. It's something to uh, get your hopes up in a way, but something to be proud of. We did go three down, so it's not positive in a way. It was not great, to be fair. No. Um, Lacazette has been a positive spark recently, scoring pretty regularly. I did I did look at him to uh, any time goal scorer at seven to five, but I didn't think those prices were very good at all. That's terrible. Yes, it was horrendous. Uh, key, other key players for Arsenal you're looking at Martin Odegaard was absolutely fantastic in the last game in my opinion he's a very really, good footballer yeah really really showed what all the hype was about when he was 15 years old really living <laughs> up to that FM13 hype oh yeah he was fantastic right obviously not going to be cards but if you were looking at cards the opposition left back playing against Arsenal in each of the last four games has been booked. Andy Robertson has one card in 29 games. One will be coming. That's one way to look at it. Obviously, Martin Atkinson's in charge, so he'll let a few two footed tackles go because he's blind and useless. Is that, that's because Saka's on the right, isn't he? Yeah, Saka going against anyone will cause him troubles. He's Arsenal's clear and away best player. 
I can't see anyone else really close to it. Yeah, Arsenal's team news is actually quite good. I mean, we're not missing any players except from William. And he's only potentially out. And that's that's, that's a good a, thing, if anything. That's a positive, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that as a positive. Well, Liverpool are still missing a number of key defenders. Van Dijk, Hendo, uh, Matip. Yeah. So they just um, got a few. I also noticed that the second highest position to get booked against Arsenal is obviously centre midfield because of our quick breakaways. So, again, you're looking at Thiago, as always, in that midfield. Fabinho. He's a very simple player. But, yeah. Saying that, I just, I can't see cards. Atkinson, cards. Liverpool, two in their last four have been completely cardless. Kabak? He's been very well behaved of late, but yeah, they've two of their last four games have had absolutely zero cards in. So, and Atkinson in charge, I'd be looking at a under cards bet for this game. Yeah, I'm not sure I'll be Kabaking cards in this one. No. If you were... The main offenders for me, if they play, Robertson at 13 to 2, Xhaka always at 11 to 4, Gabriel, I kind of like him. He just always looks like he's ready to give away a yellow card at 9 to 2, and Thiago at 4 to 1, which I thought wasn't a bad price. Yeah, of all those ones you named there, Thiago 4 to 1, I'd, I'd be interested in. It is yeah. decent, but it's just. I would just probably steer clear of anything in this game, to be honest. Yeah, no, absolutely no cards for this. Um, Betting-wise, it's not ideal, I'm going to say that. It's it's a very interesting game to watch, I'd say, because Arsenal are off. It's, I think, as a neutral, it would be a good game to watch. For me, personally, I want to pull my eyes out. Has a neutral ever enjoyed watching Liverpool? <laughs> Yes, they oh. have, actually. Yes, they have. Oh, yeah, they did. I have, because they smashed Spurs in the Champions League final. Smashed is a strong... strong hey, mate, player. they smashed them 2-0. <laughs> that was the worst Champions League final I've ever watched, I think. Smashed them to bits. Fair play to them, though. They won, they won the Champions League, but yeah, that, that game went free. Uh, who, who would have thought an all-English final wouldn't live up to the, uh, to the hype? Yeah, because they are always boring anyway, English games. The last minute was exciting. <laughs> that was bloody riveting. It was. For Liverpool, standout players, obviously Salah leading the goal-scoring charts again, as always, with tappings left, right and centre. Shut up. <laughs> you love just... You can't help throw in your personal little vendettas against teams and players in, can you? You can't just keep it neutral... I can't at all. I hate Salah. I really do. I find him so overrated. It's a shame he's one of the best players in the Premier League. <laughs> Go that far. Consistently. I wanted to have a word on Thiago. He's getting a lot of stick. A load of stick. Um, purely because he's not pumping out assists and goals every week. Even though anyone who has ever watched him play football knows that he never really gets goals or assists. I don't he's, think that's why he's getting abused. I think he's getting abused because of he's been awful. 
I don't think he's <laughs> I don't think he's in that bad. I just all I see on football Twitter is zero goals, zero assists in what how many games? It's like he gives he gives the ball away a lot. Anyone who's who knows football would know that you're not looking at goals and assists for Thiago, but I think on even on the eye test, he has been he's well below the levels that he showed before he joined them anyway, put it that way. And I don't know if it's more the system, I don't know, it just doesn't I was going to say, I think he will come good, but their system at the moment does not suit he's him a, at all. Yeah, he's a world-class player. One of my favourite players before this season. Like He's fantastic, but yeah, I think it's fair to say he hasn't been good, to be fair. Who did he play for then? Who did he play for? Yeah, if you love him so much. Do you not know? I'm asking you, it's a quiz. Wigan. Fair play. Right. Or should I say foul play? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's us as well. Yeah, um, I think he's going to come good eventually. I rate him very, very highly. But I think that's his problem, isn't it? Everyone kind of had Tiago down as one of the best midfielders probably in the world. And it's a high bar and he's not really... He's not. He's fine, he's fine. But he's not been doing much, has he? No, I think it's just football Twitter is what it is. And Liverpool have been below par in general, so yeah, possibly a scapegoat. He's their only sign-in sort of thing. It's Yeah, it's one of those things that everyone's going to look at. He doesn't suit them at all. He's not the high energy. Did they only sign him just because of the name? I know how good he is, but he's not exactly... I, I think not so. a rock and roll footballer, is he? I wouldn't have thought so. Like, not a top-level team like that wouldn't just be like, oh... Tiago's available, let's get him. Like, I think they would for the right price. I think they would. £30 million, pounds, you're not going to not sniff at that to Tiago. If you're Man City, I think he works. In that system, you know, the short play, he can just do what he wants. City where Rodri is, just pissing about, basically. Yeah, it is That's interesting what could happen if you had a manager who has more than one game plan. Yeah, I mean... He's, he's thinking, Tiago, can you just spam the crosses in? <laughs> no, no? Oh, brilliant, brilliant, never mind. Tiago, um, when you pick up the ball, turn around <laughs> and hit Trent. <laughs> <laughs> he does try, but yeah, I just... I think he's going to come good, and more than likely, it will be this week. I think that's more than enough of this game, to be honest. Yeah, that's as far as I've got. Martin Atkinson's in charge. Kill it. So, did you have a bet? Is there anything you're betting on, or are you just? I would be steering clear. I'd be looking at maybe Robertson booking in play. Would you rather go with? Must what is it? Thirteen to two. Yeah. I mean, with Atkinson in charge, and the fact Robbo rarely gets booked, I suppose that's more than fair. But yeah, yeah, I just purely on the fact that. The last four games of CAD left backs, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm one for those types of streaks and trends. Yeah. So, didn't get booked before, really. He very rarely gets booked, but took one last week. I must say, I have actually Robbo's one of those players who gets booked far less than he should. Yeah, he's, he's a very aggressive player, yeah, and he well, talks a lot as well. He, he yeah, back chats, he, yeah. He should talk himself into a booking easily every week. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it at all. 
that's what that's what I'd be looking for for this game. Um, I suppose we're moving on now. Then after that, brilliant analysis, terribly done. To around the ground, around the grounds. Little jingle for you there. Made it up myself. Stop, stop doing that though. <laughs> Do I cut that? So we go to the Stamford Bridge, the Chelsea Football Club versus West Brom. Albion. Chelsea Football Club. What are we having in this one? David Coote's in charge. Yeah, I can't say I'll be looking at cards, to be fair. Yeah, I think around the grounds. Conor Gallagher. Why are you looking like Wormtail? <laughs> right. This is around the grounds. Just pick random bets. Hey, Jorginho to score a penalty. That's what I want. Jorginho to score a penalty. I can see it. Chris, what you got? Um, I I was looking at 2 0 Chelsea. 2 0 Chelsea. I score betting, yeah. I like it. All the odds? 5 to 1. That's pretty decent. Not really, but considering the way you play. I can see that. Yeah. Going, like you'll get your money's worth. They've, the last two have been 2-0. Three out of the last four. It's very much just fits the way that they play under Tuchel. Yeah. Get it done, get the job done. It's not a game that massively interests me, but yeah, 2-0 Chelsea would be something I might look at. On to the next game, Leeds, Sheffield United. Who we got? Leeds. <laughs> and that's that for that one, I suppose. Sheffield United are relegated. Yeah, Leeds win. Official. Probably. Any cards in that? Lundstrom or Fleck for me? Dan? I don't really have an opinion on that game. (laughs) That's all right. It belongs in the championship. Basically, yeah. Right. I've only skipped that one. Leicester's just been played. It's finished 1 0 to either team. So maybe 1 0 Leeds, eh? That fits. Let's go 1 0 Leeds. Leicester City. Leicester Man City. Leicester versus City, not just Leicester City. The no, reverse? No. What was 5 2, wasn't it, to Leicester? It won't be that. Oh, no, I know. I know. <laughs> it was just stating a fact. I'm not saying it's going to be 5 2 Leicester. City win. Fernandinho card. We've got Paul Tierney in charge of that one. So I will be posting. A double and probably a treble on Twitter. See, it's been very good for cards this season. Um, Leicester got some key players injured still, as everyone knows. Yeah, City win. Don't think there's much many people who would be saying Leicester will win that one. No, Southampton Burnley. That's the uh, the twelve o'clock on Sunday. Nil nil. You pulled a face then. Nil nil. Yeah, Vestergaard card. Bednarek card. Bednarek card. Trumped you. Uh, the next two games are being covered on this mat, this podcast. So um, we go to Man United Brighton at Old Trafford. The reverse is quite interesting, but I mean, I'm looking at Dan Byrne. What was the reverse, Craig? You need to tell the viewers, not the viewers, uh, the listeners. The reverse was 3 2 at the start of the year. 
when Aaron Wambasaka made Solly March look like the best bloody wing back in the world. <laughs> and it was Entertainment Central. Oh, was that? Oh, yeah, no, that was the one where they scored after the game had finished. After the game had finished, Bruno Fernandes. That was very interesting, actually. Yes. I don't think it'll be that again. Brighton off the back of a good win, but just can't see it. Bruno scored a penalty. Dan, can you stop yawning? I think <laughs> that's just how I talk sometimes. <laughs> He's so interested in all these games this weekend. Um, yeah, Dan Burncard. Dan, can you, can you blame me? The next one's Everton Crystal Palace. Well, you're telling me you're not excited for that game. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to garner interest in our podcast. So just, they're going to be listening to it and just hearing you go, mm, no interested in that, I've got no opinion. No, come on, there's interesting games, but that's just shite. You yeah, could, if you really wanted to dig really deep into one of these games, you could find some kind of value, some kind of interesting bet. But no, you sit there and you yawn and you say you're not interested. Pathetic. Like, what have you done then? Luka Mihailovic not much. to get carded. <laughs> Milihovic to get carded. That's my for that, for Everton versus Palace. All right, we've just moved away from United Brighton. I was about to tell you all that Mike Dean has the whistle in that one. But yeah, let's go to Everton Palace. Why not? Already, I thought he was already there. Yeah. I thought, I thought we'd blew past it. We would already skipped on. Everton Palace. What, what have you got in that one, Dan? Just Richarlison to score, maybe. Oh, God, you're an absolute whirlwind of excitement tonight. Joel Ward to be booked. Yeah. Anything, Chris? No, nah, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan, jeez. Everton, uh, um, Everton aren't. They've, what, lost like three in a row? Yeah, they're, they're sliding down again. And Palace are the worst team in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't have any strong opinions on that game. Sorry, guys. That's right. Wolves versus West Ham. The 8-15 kickoff on Monday night. I do actually have an opinion on this game. Go on then. Enlighten us. Who's the referee? Michael Oliver. Shit, no. <laughs> okay. Um, opinion gone. <laughs> it's just Suchek to score and be carded. I like that bet always. Not really an opinion, more of just a bet. Always works for me. I'd always look at either Neves or Matinho. More likely Neves. We've been down this Matinho road before. <laughs> I'm going to keep going to that well, no matter how many times it comes up dry. All it resulted in was a wasted Monday night. <laughs> a very well-deserved wasted Monday night. So with that, we move on to... Uh, I should know this, really. I was just looking at it. It's Newcastle-Tottenham. Which one of you took that one? Daniel I Buick. I take the honours. Daniel Buick. Newcastle one shadow boxing screen. Newcastle versus Tottenham. Yeah, what were your Very well-established opinion. Newcastle United are the worst team in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> and I just continue to be proved right every week. Since the start of January, Newcastle have lost how many games? Ten. Ten. That's, that's absurd. Two wins, which I can't remember who they were against because it doesn't matter. 
Spurs looked like they were having a bit of a, a jiggly jaggly, a slip. They lost to Arsenal, then they lost to Zagreb in concurrent fixtures. Can we have more technical jargon like jiggly jaggly, please? You can, because then they went and absolutely walloped Aston Villa 2 0. Yeah. An Aston Villa team without Jack Grealish was is basically a championship team. At Villa Park, no less. So they have actually they've done everything they can to set themselves back on the straight and narrow, which I think makes this much more straightforward game for Spurs. Also, oh. in the in the reverse fixture, they actually won this game three one last season, and it was Jose Mourinho. And Newcastle have only deteriorated since then. <laughs> it's safe to say. They've got literally every injury under the sun as well. Yeah. I'm expecting Spurs to win quite comfortably. <laughs> the reverse was a game in full of controversy, if you remember. Do you? It was the can't imagine I, I don't. Can't imagine the fixture I paid much attention to, to be honest. Well, I think Tottenham were winning 1-0 right to the last minute. They were comfortable, had about 15 chances to finish it. Then ball gets floated over. Someone headed it against Eric Oh, Dyer. the penalty, yes. He's not even looking the right way. Yeah, I remember that. At the start of the season, when all that handball controversy was going on, and that was one of the final ones, really. And it really made me feel good that was one of the final ones. They were like, oh, maybe, maybe we should review this. <laughs> He is literally under a yard away and not even looking. <laughs> but let's have a little look, shall we? We've actually got a fairly de- decent aficionado for this game. Oh, yeah. The one and only Pawsey. Pawsey. Affectionately named Pawsey by uh, Christian there. Big Craig Pawson. Pawsey's been good for it lately. 3.69 average yellows in his 16 Premier League games so far, as well as three red cards. That's pretty good. So he's, he's up for it. One of the main culprits is out, isn't he, Hayden? Yeah. Long-term injury, by the looks of it. Yeah, he did go down. Dead. Clutching his knee pretty severely last week. Because I think I had him to get booked, unfortunately, and he went off in the 20th minute. <laughs> yeah, I did, but obviously every 65 refund... Yeah, it's still not great. I would rather he'd won that bet. They couldn't be coming up against Spurs much for a worse time, really. Because no. Son is out. But he should still be out. Yeah. And Harry Kane is absolutely flying. Yep. Yeah, scored a penalty tonight. Yeah, I didn't care. I don't care about that. I'm talking about Premier League. To the Mighty Lions. And he. It's just going to decimate them, I reckon. I can see it. Unless they play Carlos Vinicius up front as well, like they did last week. 4-4-2 for some reason. Yeah, Jose is a bit of a twat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. As an official standpoint, apparently. <laughs> uh, cards. I, I looked at the cards and I just thought any, any Newcastle player really is good enough. Yeah. <laughs> just... Put them all on a dartboard and throw blindly because you'll land on a winner. That's how it is. Is St. Maximin is actually back in full training? Is he? So if he makes an appearance, then both of Spurs' right backs are pretty aggressive. 
Has Aurea been booked this season? No. Yeah, he ranks quite highly for fouls. And yeah, it's goals. absolutely bizarre to me. That is, it's coming then. That's got Aaron Wambasaka written all over it. He's I back off. Aurea every week just because I'm convinced that he should not be on zero cards. But even more than that, Doherty loves a, loves a card and a scrap. So he's more of an idiot, in my opinion. And worse see, of the right back. If you see St. Maximin manages to get himself in the starting lineup, then don't be afraid. Yeah, you've got to be looking at that one. Stick a few quid on it. Okay, let's look at the actual player statisticos. Oh, we're getting a stats. Got stats this week. Got them saved on my phone. Oh. The big boy is still Hoiberg, to be honest. I know he plays for Spurs. We're not expecting much of a Spurs yeah. card You round. always get a run for your money with Hoiberg. He's three to one, isn't he? I was looking at it earlier. 2.7 tackles per game and nearly 2,000 a game. He's, he's throwing himself around. He doesn't, he very rarely comes off as well. I don't think I could remember a time. No, he played, I think he's played every minute. Yeah, I don't think he's been subbed this season. So that's always a sweat to the last second because he can. Yeah, he's, he's always good. If you back him, you'll get your money's worth. He might yeah. not get booked, but it will always look like he's going to get booked. Even, even sub 90 minutes, he's coming in with yeah. a heavy tackle. He doesn't care. So probably have him in a, a double. One of the stats that surprised me were, it mostly surprised me because it was one of Cray's picks, <laughs> was the Joe Willock effect. Joe Willock. And just by the stats, he seems to be Newcastle's most efficient centre midfielder. He's the best player already. <laughs> so if anyone's going to be getting themselves in, in amongst it, 2.6 tackles, 1.3 fouls, two interceptions. So like I said, he's the main man in the middle. So if you're looking yeah. for a card down the middle, just look at Joe Willock. He is just like basically an out-and-out centre-mid there, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's very box-to-box. And in that team, he's getting the run-out, which he deserves. In that specific yeah, I'll rate him. I'll rate Willock. Yeah. Uh, I did only come up with two notable prices for this game. Which is Tottenham half time, Tottenham full time, six to four. This is what it is. It's it's fine. Yeah. And Tottenham scoring both halves at thirteen to eight. Because I think there's been Tottenham have scored not necessarily Tottenham, but there's been a goal in the first half of Tottenham's last eight away games. Oh right. Yeah. And I think here, I mean, they're going to score early, I think. They like to, well, depending on how they set out, they normally come out of the blocks. I mean, my main thing for this game as well is just constantly going back. Every time we cover Tottenham, this streak keeps going on. Christian Mir enlightened us to it. The centre midfielder has been booked against Tottenham every game since January. Yeah. John McGinn came in this week. Granite Jack of the week before. It's it's a con- constant thing. It keeps just keep happening, and Newcastle very very much gets stuck in. So when when we talk about cards and Willocks, yeah, Willocks got to be interesting. He's got to be very interesting. I, I, I'd like to see what price he is. It'd be good because he he's. I don't think he's seen as that type of player. I don't no. think rookies have him as that type of player. I think he's had one card this season. So yeah, maybe. I might look for his price now, actually. Uh, you two rabble. Isaac Hayden normally plays defensive midfield, right? Yeah. So who's well, going to slot into the, the, the little DM slot? It'll be uh, Hendrick. 
Jesus. Yeah, they're not blessed. Blessed with talent, unfortunately. Where do we know? Well, it's only four to one. I think that's the shortest I've seen him. Where do we normally go after this game? Into the game. Oh, are we going into the game? It's time to play the game. Oh, that's when are we. If we can ever get that song legally on this show, <laughs> I'm having it. So, on to the game. Who have we got this week, boys? I think. <laughs> Brilliant, Dan yawning again. Ideal in a way. Um, if we look at the table so far, Dan's still out in front with sixteen pounds ninety profit. It's honest work, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Christian Mir coming in second place with uh, seven pound fifty with his Matt target pick last week, and me bringing up the rear as always with zero. Zero cards and six picks. Can I go first? You can go first. So I'm going to steal Joe Willock instantly. You're going for Joe Willock instantly? Well, and just... What was his price? Four to one. The Tottenham centre mid fiasco. I just want to take him. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to take Bazuma again. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I'm going to go in. Hot price room? No. Figure that out later. We'll tweak the prices. And then I'm also going to go for... Ruben Neves again. Ruben Neves. I mean, you should come with these prepared, I'm going to say that. Who says I didn't? I just took a long time to say them. (laughs) Chris, who have you got? As if he's prepared. I actually did come prepared, thank you very much. I can see you looking at it right now. I've got it in front of me. I've started with Joel Veltman. Yeah. Four to one. Nice. Loves it, Joel Veltman. You always get a run for your money. One of those players who likes just getting stuck in. Yeah. I'll talk a little bit more about his stats later, I believe, if I'm remembering my notes rightly. Um, Kenny Tete, seven to two. (laughs) We do like it's actually a slight gamble because they started um Ole Aina in his position. That's fine. Didn't he come on though and get booked? Yeah, he came on, yeah, and got booked. He came on for like 20 minutes. But I think he will start. And what was his price again? Seven to two. I love it a lot more if Grealish is back, but yeah. Um, and my third one is Yuri Tielemans. Who nice. comes in at nine to two? Who is finally starting to see the cards that you always expect he will pick up? He went, he went a lot of this season not really getting books, but recently he's he's hitting them yellows. Nice. And he, his price is not reflecting that. Nine to two for a centre mid playing Man City. I'm all over it. I mean, we have picked the same games. Yeah, same yeah. players. Not the same players at all. That's, that's good then. Uh, have we? No. Uh, Brighton. Who are Brighton playing? United. Yeah, no, we haven't picked the same games. That's my mistake. We picked some of the same games. We've all picked some of the same games. Um, so, I've gone for John Joe Shelby. It's John gonna... Joe. John Joe at 13 to 5. It's got to happen. 
you're just, you just try to pick the biggest bankers ever, aren't you? To get, <laughs> just get one in. One's got to come in. You're going to be surprised for the next one in the Leicester game. Johnny Bloody Evans. Johnny Evans. <laughs> I was going to say Indeedy, but Johnny Evans, yeah, that works. Johnny Evans right up there, 12 to 5. And then my, uh, my last pick, I've already mentioned him, is Daniel Byrne playing left back for Brighton. He's going to get carded. Don't you pick him every time? Uh, no, I pick Shelby every time. So I love the confidence. He's going to get carded. I'm zero for six, but he's going to get carded. <laughs> it's got to happen. If I don't say it with a smile, it won't come true. Um, so, who who have you got for your fivers? Um, do you know what? No, I'll go Veltman. You're going Veltman? Veltman's my most confident pick. Yeah. I'll go Joey. You're going, you're going Willock? I am. I've gone Super John, Super John Joe Shelby, once again. It's a tune derby. Really maximise my profit on that one, as the other two are 12 to 5, and he's 13 to 5. Brilliant. You just need you just need one to come in, mate, because it's getting embarrassing now. I just, I really need one to well, come you, in. You would still be stone last. <laughs> Only just. I'm winning 13 pounds on that one. Uh, we move on now to the game that Christian's got. Fulham versus Villa. Take it away. I actually think this might be a decent game, you know. Yeah? Yeah. That feels incredible. Um, yeah, in terms of the two teams, of Villa, they're not a team I'd take on in, in the win, draw, win. No. For me personally, no. anyway, I, I just struggle to get them right. But if you if you look through the form, they are really inconsistent. But they are tenth, seven seven points off six of a game in hand, and we may well see the return of Grealish, who's been back in training this week. Well, that's good to know. What was that? That was confirmation that I was correct, and it would be thirteen pounds profit. I don't know. Should I just start again? Yes. I'll just start again. Ready? Yep, go. Yeah, Villa are generally not, not a team I would take in the win, draw, win. Yeah. For me personally, I, I struggle to get them right. But if you do look through the form lines, they are really inconsistent. However, they're sitting in 10th, seven points off six with a game in hand. Grealish might be back. He was training this week. If I had to, if I had to pick, I'd, I'd go with Villa. But backing one of them to win doesn't interest me. I think no. I say that every week, but it's just the Prem, isn't it? The Prem seems tough to pick this year. Yeah, it could go either way in pretty much every yeah, game. Yeah, it's one of those. Fulham come coming here off back-to-back home defeats, firstly to Man City, and then perhaps more tellingly to Leeds. I feel like that was a big game to lose. Yeah, again. Leeds are the nation's darlings. Everyone thinks they're so great attacking, so it's not that big a defeat in my head. I know, but it was a very, what I mean is it was a very winnable game, and they they are occupying the final relegation spot at the moment. They need yeah. every point they can get up yeah. against a Leeds team 
who for for all their attacking flair and they're fun to watch, they're very beatable. Yeah, you end up losing the game two one. I think they need to not be so down about that because luckily for them, Newcastle are above them, so they're not going to run away. Yeah, I'm not saying they're dead, but I'm saying you can't lose those games like you. Not those games. If you lose to City at home, fair. Yeah. Leeds at home, you need to be picking someone up. But um, yeah, I've gone looking at the cards again um, because that's just what I do. I'm just coming at you with a price that I think is really nice for this one. So for each team to pick up over one card is three to one with Bet365. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's actually a decent the, bit of just, value. Just the Taylor effect. Can you yeah. not ruin? Can you not interrupt my analysis? <laughs> he gets over two cards a game, Dan. All right, so that could come in. No, it couldn't. That'd be over. No, it that, yeah, that wouldn't work. <laughs> I was just. No, you, you paused. It's a it's a good price. It's a good price, regardless of Taylor, who I will touch on. But the reverse, right at the start of the season in round three, saw nine yellow cards. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the FA Cup tie between them last, last year saw six yellow cards. And you can keep going. You can go back to the Championship playoff final in 2018. There were seven yellow cards. Seems so, yeah, whatever it is, I, d- I don't really know what it is. It's probably just Grealish getting snapped left, right and centre. But <laughs> the cards seem to come out when these two meet. But to back it up a little bit more, they sit third and fourth in the yellow shown table this season. So they're two of the most aggressive teams in the league. Thank you, Dan. Just segue into my next section of my notes. My only reservation is Taylor has the whistle, who is averaging 2.75 cards per game. However, Grealish might be back. I think he will be back. He's had the international break. He's back in training. You've got Lookman for Fulham. He likes getting snapped. Draws plenty of fouls. <laughs> I don't think he likes it. Well, <laughs> he's very yeah. unhappy about it every time he gets taken off. Likes maybe not the right word, but if he doesn't like it, he should stop doing it. <laughs> but no, three to, three to one on each team to have over one card yes. in a game that historically sees a lot of cards. Yeah. I'm all over that. Like Hopefully, that. Anthony Taylor gets a bit of the European flair in him. Maybe yeah. add a few... Uh, I don't know. What's, what's a beer off the continent? <laughs> a Heineken. Estrella. Maybe he's had a few Heinekens. Yeah, maybe he's had an Estrella Dam here and there. And he's uh, feeling a bit saucy and he starts dishing out the cards. He's one of, yeah, he's, I don't know what it is. He just seems to like letting a lot go. Like he thinks, oh, I just, I, th- I, like, I think he likes keeping his stats down, to be honest. I don't know. I think if you watch his games, the, like, com- the fouls he gives and the cards he gives are pretty consistent. He, I don't see the Prem as being as violent as everyone makes out and all tough tackling and people do just get up and, you know. That's not. It's definitely not. No, but compared to a big European game in the Champions League where it's on the line, that's why the numbers are higher, I think. Yeah, 100%. That's why when you get like Paul Tierney and Stuart Atwell who are averaging like nearly four, yeah. You're like, well, well I'm over, all over that because four cards in a Prem game, you're like, Jesus. 
yeah, they got 38 tries to win a game in that game, whereas the Champions League is less likely. Yeah, um, 100%. But no, I um, I actually feel really good about that bet. Three to one, I was very surprised. Just, there's been a lot of cards. There's a Grealish and Lookman just on the face of it. They excite me straight away. I, I would say Fulham have got to have a bit of fight this week as well. Cause... Yeah, that's, an, that's another point. It is a, it's a relatively big fixture. Yeah, Villa it's a are... winnable game. Yeah. They are on the slip at the moment, Villa. Fulham aren't, you know, they're not going to not be fucking sticking yeah. their foot in. Villa yeah. have been absolutely dreadful since Grealish has been out. Yeah, they, they will be knocking on that door very heavily. They're... Um... Their stats, just in general, when he doesn't play, are, are abysmal. He is such a difference maker. They couldn't even beat Newcastle. <laughs> no, <laughs> but just on like even without stats, just on the eye on the eye test, like they just I don't know, they're just I dreadful. Haven't got any ideas at all. Half their players are looking up, looking for Grealish, and that's the problem. That pretty much yeah. makes him invaluable. Yeah, for them he is. Oh, to them he is, yeah, 100%. How would you put money on the only thing that makes your team play well? Well, you've just got to think what amount of money would we like to have? Like, we need to invest in to make this team better. We'd go for, he'd be over 100 mil, wouldn't he, if they sold him? that, That figure gets banded about so often. I don't think so. I think you're looking at, he's had a very good year, he is invaluable. If he goes to the Euros, that could bump it big time. Nobody is paying 100 million for Jack Grealish. But I think you look at. I think they would, you know. Not as maybe. I think 60. If they're still in the Prem and he's, you know, getting caps for England, I think 60 is where. You've got Corona tax for starters. That that people have got no money anymore. That's the problem, even with Prem money. The only thing, I think Villa end up just keeping him, to be honest. Until, yeah, I don't until think the twilight. I don't, I don't know. I think he'll have another year because they've they appointed a new director of football this season. Yeah, and things started to go well, and they've actually made some. They actually made some pretty good signs this season, didn't they? They've got a good team on paper, but it's so heavily reliant on Grealish that when he is injured, they fall apart. I think maybe and this might be a bit harsh, but they they should look on leveling up the manager. Possibly, uh, I don't I think mean, he, I don't think he's a bad manager. I just I just think he's not the right man to take them no further to the next level. Well, he is their best player. If they did sell him, they need they need to have a plan B basically ready because if they sold Realish, I mean this team. They're getting relegated. <laughs> Villa, like sitting in tenth in the Prem, though, like. No, but since he's been out, they have been one of the worst teams to watch. They're just not scoring. No, I know, but I mean, when we talk about the manager, oh right, they're tenth yeah. in the Prem. Like, are we expecting anything else? Like, that's good, isn't it? That's over overperforming. If anything, but I think that's just that's just that that's just fortunate because of how inconsistent and weird the league has been this season plus the effect of how well Jack Grealish has played it sort of just all lifted them up 
Ross Barkley was quality at the start of the season when he was working with Grealish. That that was a big thing. He hasn't really hit it since because Grealish has been out as well at the same time as Ross Barkley's come back. So there's been there's been factors for their downfall big time, and they've got a good team. So I think tenth is all right. Grealish's um, stats attacking wise are, me- are mental. Yeah, he's oh yeah, absolutely insane. He's like he's he's one of the best in the Prem for chances created. And yeah, just watching him completed dribbles. Yeah, like he's probably he's right up there in terms of my favourite players to watch in the league. Yeah, big time. He just gets the ball and drives. That's is being direct, but not a Dharma Triore direct, where there's nothing at the end of it. Unfortunately, he's got end product in abundance. He's got ideas left, right, and centre. I'd I'd give a leg to have him at Arsenal. If only he knew how to wear his socks properly. I was just going to say, Andy wears his socks really low, which is super cool. No, it's not cool. I really think it's cool. They should ban that. (laughs) I love it. Molly McBurney does it as well, mate. Emil Smith, if you're listening, Emil, which you probably are, pick your socks up. Fan of the show? Marathon. Don't don't worry about it, Emil. Me and Chris back you to the moon. Marathon. Your low socks. All right. Any any more on... uh, that game at all? Can he no, tell? No, I'm just super sweet on that bet. That's right. that's what I wanted to talk about. I've got the lads treble obviously featuring that game, so we'll go. Actually, have you gone for that game? I have. Yeah, I picked up the. <laughs> you wanted to do it on the same game that I've analysed. So it's taken him five weeks. <laughs> technically six weeks. Technically six. Well, seven technically. Two deleted shows. First one we won't forget. Rest in peace. No, we did. We put out the first show. We we fucked up the live stream. There was a pre-first show. No, there weren't. Yes, there was. No, there wasn't. That Chris, back me up. No. The first thing we ever recorded, we we put out straight away. No, didn't we record something? And Dan kept it to himself because he said it was. Oh, you were talking about yeah that week. I thought you meant the first show. Ah. Yeah, but we still got a podcast out that week. Didn't we? No, that was no, we didn't. Yeah, no, Craig's right. That was Craig's right twice in one round. Craig's been right twice. (laughs) Wow, this is unbelievable. I'm still not convinced he was right on the profit thing, just like a broken clock. (laughs) Be right twice a day. He's right twice a day. We've got what we've got in lads treble, then boys. I'll stick my oar into the ring. Yeah, so I'm actually quite happy with my selection this week. Yeah, I've gone obviously Newcastle Spurs. I've got, hang on, because Brett 365 has been on Twitter. I've got a six to four. Ooh. I've got over one goals in the match for Tottenham. Nice. And over one cards in the match for Newcastle. Nice. And I was quite happy with that price, actually. Yeah. Because I think Spurs are just going to absolutely smash them. That's pretty good. Chris? Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm quite confident. Also, should just point out that I don't think any of my legs in the lads treble since we started have lost. So, if you <laughs> want to just do mine as a single, one of them has actually. So, I'm not convinced, Mr. Big Ed. I've got over zero cards each team. This is yeah. obviously Villa Fulham. 
and over eight match corners. Nice. Comes in at 23 to 20. And I'll put uh, it right now. The cards, obviously, I already spoke about, but Villa, let me just, yeah, Villa's home games, they're top of the league for match corners on average. They average 11, yeah. 11 corners. So over eight is actually, I thought, relatively safe. And you still get 23 to 20. So, yeah. Fulham at home are actually pretty good for corners as well. I know they're away, but just saying that they can rack up the corners if they want yeah, to. Yeah, I, I like it again with Grealish is back, but, you know, they stick it out wide a lot. He, he gets out there and, I, yeah, I think it's really good, a good price. So, hopefully oh, we can Just because Christian's gone for corners does not mean you are allowed to go for corners. You're going to be surprised. I've gone for corners, baby. Please no. Yeah. Please tell me you've just picked a couple of things that will likely happen rather than nine different things. Because didn't you pick Newcastle like over three corners? We're not going to talk about that. All right. That was a, that was a, a stats based observation. Um, I'm going for over four corners for Liverpool in the match. Yeah. I like that. They're, they love a corner. Against Arsenal, they do like a corner indeed. In the last game, they racked up eight. Is that Was it? that Anfield? But no, that's not it. Under three cards in the match for both teams combined. Oh, under and under. Atkinson. That has to be it. Atkinson, that is it, at 2.6 to 1. Uh, do you know what? On the face of it, it's actually not bad. But... I quite like it. It's just the cards but, thing. Yeah, but Atkinson and Liverpool don't have high-carded games. I know they don't. I don't know Atkinson doesn't, but just, yeah. Anyway, what's it come out at, Dan? Well, crazy, just crazy selection alone is, is, is just over... It's 2.6 to 1. Yeah. Which is... Uh, ours comes to 4.37 to 1 as a double, so we'll add crazy in. 18 to 1 now. Yes! That's our highest one yet. <laughs> Why are you excited about that? We haven't landed one. I know. I was going to go under four cards, and that was 1.35 to 1. Is it at the thought, nah, we'll go at, at the time of recording, £5 returns, £96.75. I tell you what, if Gray wins this, right, and I say if I, I'll put a fiver on it. If Cray's leg wins and the bet wins, I'll transfer Cray £16.75. <laughs> yeah, and I won't. Oh. I, I'm very happy with that. <laughs> I mean, well, let's just wait and see how many cards there are. Or corners. Atkinson, oh, baby. Double, double red cards in the first five minutes. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, with that, we go to pick me a winner. I came prepared this week. Um, I'll keep it. I'll keep it short and simple because obviously we tweet it out anyway. I went for Joel Beltman and Harry Maguire to be booked. Just in case you don't know who they play for, that's in the United Brighton game. Beltman, two and a half tackles per game, 1.2 fouls per game. I, I spoke about it earlier. Always give you a run for the money. He's just that type of player. Should be up against Rashford. Draws a lot of fouls. Maguire's got eight cards in the Premier League season already. Three wow. in his last five. 
it comes in, I think it was 18 to 1 at the moment, but obviously we will always tweet out the best price because that's just how nice we are. Is that Dino's game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike Dean's in charge. Nice. Super Mike. Love it. Although, changed man, Mike, after the death threats. So, don't count your chickens. Well, you better change back. <laughs> he still managed to, he still shows three or four a go. If he doesn't change back, I'll be right back in those DMs. <laughs> How did you not book Maguire now? I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and your family. <laughs> oh, God. FYI, I will not kill Mike Dean's family. Any Twitter abuse given at all. I actually don't have Twitter anymore. That, yeah, Dan's come off Twitter, guys, because you've all made him so sad. Because it's full of vile scum, if that's all right. I'm absolutely on. done in a Twitter argument with who was it? No, about, about 20 million out of hands, and I'm glad so I beat all of them. Yeah, they made you deactivate your account, so they didn't because <laughs> I deactivated three days later. Yeah, run away, didn't you? Run away from a fight. I only won it. Nah, held between his legs. <laughs> I just came off it after RIP Claude. Yeah, moment of uh, RIP Claude. Yeah, RIP. I didn't know who. Yeah, please do. That was horrific. But yeah, R.I.P. Claude. Yeah. Yeah. Loving me. Yeah, do not condone any Twitter violence at all. And I think it's... Unless it's aimed at you. <sighs> Bring it. Bring it on. I'll take it. Because enjoys it, if anything. Yeah, feed off it. That's why I'm so big, boys. Um, I suppose with that, it's the end of the show. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Always yeah. remember to please gamble responsibly. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, guys. A real pleasure. And again, if you have found us without Twitter, we have no idea how. And Very if, welcome. If, but... if you've listened to this point, just hang on, I want to say something. And you know about classic football shirts to Code UK, email them, tell them to sponsor us. Yes, please do. I'll tell them I will not, I won't accept cash, but I will accept free merchandise. Yeah, I will accept a football shirt every other month. That's how willing I'm, I want to be in this. Do they have 4XL? <laughs> Had to get one in. Both ruthless. Had to get one in. What, what did you need to? Yes. I've lost all the nicknames of this week, so that's good. Calm down, Bubbles. Yeah, come on, Bubbles. Um, yeah. Thank you and goodbye. I spoke oh, well, our Twitter at FB. Thank you and goodbye. Don't know what I'm posing for because. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>